0: Hey there, and welcome to the very first Kenza Pod. Kenza Collective is a platform designed to inspire and support parents who work as independent contractors. We are a community of like-minded parents united in our vision that career and parenthood can exist in harmony. So whether you're thinking of taking the leap, you're a seasoned freelancer looking to learn more about how to run your business, or you're anything in between, we welcome you. Together, let's reinvent what it means to be a working parent. Hey there, I am Tiffany Jones, I am the founder of Kenza Collective, and I'm also your content curator and creator for what we're calling the process channel of Kenza. It's one of four channels of content that we are going to be publishing, you guessed it, content into, and when we say content, we mean anything from written guides to downloadables to templates to mini courses and full courses. We have so much in the works for you guys, and I am so excited to be talking to you about that today. So for today, I'm going to share a little bit about my background and kind of how it really uh, brings it full circle around to how Kenza was even born and where it even started and what my hopes and dreams are for it, and also how you can be a part of it. Right now, as I record this podcast, it's early July of 2020, and we are gearing up to... Launch Kenza Collective in the couple in the next couple of months um, with a ton of content, and so right now we're in kind of a soft launch period where I really just kind of got antsy with trying to um, get all the business structure in place, get a team in place, get the website up, get design and messaging and all that really fun stuff that I really enjoy doing. I kind of woke up one morning and thought, it's time. It's time to launch something. It's time to start finding um, our tribe out there. Um, so so that's where we're at right now. Um, I want to explain sort of how we're thinking about setting this up. And the reason why I'm explaining this to you is because I want your feedback. If there's something that you're really excited about and that you want more urgently than another thing, I want to know that if there's something we're missing Um, we want to know that too. So I really want to be transparent throughout this entire process about what we're doing, what we're up to, how we're doing it, how you can get involved. We have really cool ways that we're planning on getting our users involved um, with the platform. So just stay in touch because, oh, I just can't wait to show everything to you. Okay. So we're organizing Kenza Collective into four main channels of content. The first one is what we're calling the business. So this is where we'll house everything that's finance and legal related. We'll have freebies, mini courses, full courses, podcasts, and who knows what else will come out of that. And we want to talk to you about all of that sort of back end stuff around managing your books, having a P&L, uh, contracts, uh, cash flow, cash flow projections, everything you need to know. The second channel is called The Process. So this is really diving into what does it look like to run your day-to-day as a parent who is freelancing, contracting, consulting, whatever it is you call yourself. This is really where, this will be my channel. This is what I'm owning. Um, this is really where my background is in. And essentially I wanna teach you how to run your day-to-day um, like I've run agencies, busy design and web design and graphic design agencies. So we'll get into that a little bit later in this podcast. The third channel is the podcast. So this is where we will be diving deeper into specific topics with everything from mindset to parenting to finance and process. And I am so excited. I have a huge list of people I'm going to be reaching out to to interview. Uh, We would love to hear stories from our users. And um, just the podcast is something I'm just really, really stoked to be jumping into. And then the very last channel is kind of two in one. It's called The Lifestyle and The Community. So on the lifestyle side, this is where we will have some blogs about just some more. what it, What is it like to be a parent who is freelancing? What are the types of things that we're interested in? What happens when we have a life that we're living on our own terms? What can we do with that? And this is something that my husband and I are actually really excited about. We, before COVID hit, we were actually planning to move to Costa Rica. And um, it was a really exciting time for us because all of a sudden we were both remote workers and we realized we could live anywhere in the world. And so we chose Costa Rica and we (laughs) sold a lot of our stuff. Um, and we were, we had put a deposit on a place. I mean, we were, we were doing it and obviously that's on hold now, but that's okay because that has given us the space to start Kenza. So everything works out for a reason, right? So in the community and the lifestyle section, this is going to be something that's really driven by our users. Uh, We want to have a community where people can, similar to a Facebook group, but we're not going to use Facebook for lots of reasons that we won't get into now. Um, But what do we want to talk about? What is this lifestyle of being able to live and work wherever you want to and being really fully in charge of how much money you're making and how much time you're spending on that? It's really interesting. And I remember when I first went out on my own, it was like maybe three or four months into it, which I can't believe it took me that long, but I just had this moment of, oh my gosh, like w- we could do whatever we want. Like this is working. You can work wherever, I can work wherever. We just need internet. What should we do? And all of a sudden, it was like a veil was lifted. And I know that there's plenty of people out there who've been freelancing and that this is just my own story of of realizing the freedom that can come with this. And a lot of people are probably like, yeah, duh, that, that's what this is. Um, but I got to have that moment and it was really exciting. And if you haven't had that moment, maybe you will soon. So now that you kind of understand what we're setting up with Kenza, I want to take a little bit of time to share about my background and really bring it full circle um, into how Kenza was even born what my hopes and dreams are for it, and how you can be a part of that. I'm going to just walk you through maybe nine or ten points or so in my life um, very briefly so that you can just kind of get an idea, a little bit of an idea of my journey and who I even am. So I was born and raised in California. That's where I currently am. We live in Santa Cruz, California. I got my degree in film production and I worked in film for about a decade In 2010, my husband and I got married and we moved to Washington, D.C. for about four years while my husband served in the military. And when I was in D.C., I worked for a couple of film production uh, houses and various other places. And in around 2012, I guess it was, um, the co-working movement really started coming onto the scene. And I just immediately fell in love with this. I was really drawn to... Um, the magic of creating a community and a space that supports people living their dreams. And so I dropped everything and I convinced a friend of mine that we needed to open a space and we did it. She at the time owned a graphic and web design and development agency. And so I came on as her project manager there, which is where I started getting my feet wet in that world. And at the same time, we built a community in our uh, Silver Spring, Maryland, and we opened Creative Colony in 2013. And it's actually still going strong today. They just moved into a bigger space about a year ago. And I keep in touch, obviously, with uh, the founder there. Her name is Shala. And it was such an amazing experience. I loved it. I loved building a community from scratch. We started with one guy coming in and working, and now it's a really thriving, successful place that supports people um, building a life and a living that works for them and their families. It's just really amazing. In 2014, we moved back to California, and I got a job running a co-working space in Santa Cruz, which is what brought us back here. Within about four months, I went from running one space into overseeing the operations and staff of all nine of our spaces at the time. And that was a really incredible experience because not only did I get to learn how to manage a lot of people and um, help them just really grow and just do better at their jobs and set up processes and become more efficient, I also got to meet a ton of people and really support this network of co-working spaces and ultimately support, again, people being able to live out their dreams and just really providing a place for them to do that. And that just felt really good to me. From there, I became a producer at a graphic and web design and development agency in Santa Cruz, um, which was my last job before I actually went on on my own. I was there for about three years and I ran a very, this was a very busy agency. We were on a four-day, 32-hour week, work week, and um, we did as much work as any other agency on just a much shorter week. So I took it very uh, seriously, and if someone had to work on a Friday, which was supposed to be our day off, I was really bummed about that. I felt, I took that personally. I felt like I had let them down, that that I didn't plan our studio's week well enough For them to be able to take this day off. And um, I just learned a lot. And we're going to get into that in a little while. And then in 2018, my husband and I had our first and only child. Uh, Her name is Mackenzie. She is amazing. And I went back to work when she was just about four months old, which was very hard. And I slowly but surely started to realize that working for the man was not going to work for me any longer. So I went out on my own as a freelance project manager and I immediately started making a lot more money, like within the first couple of months, I was working less hours and I was working whenever the hell I wanted to. (laughs) And I was uh, both ecstatic and also really bummed that I hadn't done it sooner. And at the same time, I know that again, everything happens for a reason and All of my experiences and everything that brought me up into that moment was meant to be and has really brought me here to serve you. So that's okay. And it makes me really happy. So that's kind of my career journey. And there's a couple points in there that I'll dive into a little bit deeper and kind of bring it back around as to how it relates to Kenza and how I'm going to be serving you. But just kind of wanted to give you a quick rundown. Two other little bonus fun facts about me. Uh, One summer, I traveled around to various Irish festivals uh, in the U.S. selling official Irish dirt. It's a true story. And maybe one time I will tell you about that. And another fun fact is that I started and ran a nonprofit film festival for about three years called the Real Water Film Festival. It's it's no longer in existence, but we ran it for three years and we raised awareness about the water crisis and we raised money to fund water projects in developing countries. So that was really awesome. So I want to just speak for a moment to those of you who are listening, who are maybe just getting started on your freelancing journey as a parent, or maybe you're at a point in time where it's it's necessary for you to take this leap, um, whether that's because of the circumstances of our current world with a global pandemic happening, or it's just something you've been thinking about for a while. I want you to know that This is something I had thought about for many years, but I had some really common fears that you might have as well. I thought, you know, what would I even offer? I wasn't someone who had a really clear specialty like a designer or a coder or a writer. I'm mostly a generalist. I'm really good at organizing and managing really complex projects and teams and operations, but it felt I, I didn't see that out there in in the mainstream sort of freelance world, and so I had to carve that out for myself and you know what it actually worked really well um, because there's not a lot of me out there um, so you can find something that you offer. I just want to say that to you. Um, the other fear that I had is that it just seemed too stressful. Um, my dad is an entrepreneur, my brother's an entrepreneur and I really did not want the stress of managing employees, hiring and firing and you know um I really liked the idea of walking into a job, getting it done and walking out and not having to worry about money and not having to worry about cash flow and all that kind of stuff. And for most of my life the exchange of my freedom essentially was was worth it. You know, I didn't I didn't know what I didn't know and I didn't have a kid or a ch- children. Um, sort of pushing me to really make sure that the life that we have is serving, um, serving our family well. And the third fear that I had was that I didn't want to have to constantly be hustling to find business and find clients and write proposals and deal with selling myself and all of that kind of stuff. It just seemed like, again, just more stress and more hassle. And you know, that is true. It can be really hard, but the conclusion that I've come to after taking this leap is that the reality is that those fears are solvable. You can figure out what to offer. You can lower your stress by getting better training, like what we're going to be offering at Kenza. Um, You can learn how to write really good proposals and you can train yourself on how to do these things. But what's not solvable is reclaiming your energy and your time from a job that's maybe sucking the life out of you or that just isn't meeting the flexibility needs that your family has right now. So, you know, being on the other side of this, I can tell you right now that you can do this. You can figure it out. And we are here to help. There are lots of resources out there to help. There's lots of communities out there. And you know what, if it's not working, you can always go back and find another job. But I just wanted to share that experience with you so that you know you're not alone if this is something you're considering doing and you're just feeling nervous about it. Um, You know, you're not alone in those feelings. So I'm going to now start to get into how Kenzo was sort of born. And it may feel like a couple points in the story are like, all right, Tiffany, where are you going with this? But I promise I'm going to bring it around. So a few months after I had been out on my own, um, things started to sort of ramp up for me. I went through kind of a tough time because it, although it was a good problem, it was a tricky problem. And the problem was I had overbooked myself on accident. I had just straight up committed more hours to clients than I actually had to actually get the work done. And what started happening is that my husband and I were sort of bickering. We were trying to play calendar Tetris with juggling a child and his needs for work and my needs for work and our, our desire to all be together. And I felt like while I left my job for more flexibility in my schedule, I was actually right back where I started. And it was really hard. And so I thought, okay, you know, what is going on here? Um, I personally hate being stressed out. And I'm not talking about the kind of stress that just life throws at us, it's unexpected, like a global pandemic, for example. I'm talking about the stress that that in my mind is preventable. I hate what I call preventable stress. So if I'm stressed out about something and I can look back and think, oh my gosh, if I had just done X, Y, and Z, none of this would be happening right now. And that is how I started to look at Why these last couple of months and and during that time of just being really, really busy, like what, what had gone wrong? What had I done wrong here? I just came from running a really busy studio, managing lots of people and managing lots of projects and getting things done on time. And now I can't even manage my own family life. Like what happened? So I took a step back to see what was going on. Um, I only had three clients, but between the three, I had about six projects or so going on and a couple of them were easier. Some were more in depth. So I wrote down each project I was working on and kind of estimated how many hours each project was taking me week by week. And when I looked at that spreadsheet and looked at (laughs) how many hours per week I was spending on client work. I had an epiphany and this is usually the point in the conversation where I pause for the person I'm talking to to say, Oh, Tiffany had an epiphany. So I will pause. Go ahead. Okay. Yeah. Get it out of your system. Good job. All right. So Tiffany had an epiphany and the epiphany was that I had committed more hours in the week to work than I actually had of solid childcare. And I'm not talking about a few hours that maybe I could make up, you know, after she goes to bed or on a Saturday or whatever, I'm talking about like 10 or 12 hours over. So we have about, you know, at that point, 16 hours of childcare a week. I had committed myself to like almost 30 hours a week of work. And that's why I was so stressed out because I had no time to be doing things. So I, what I did was, um, a couple of things. So number one, I, one of the reasons why I left my day job was because my hour is much different than someone else's hour. I can be very, very, very efficient with my time. And I made a mistake when I went out on my own freelancing. I knew I was doing it and I shouldn't have done it, which was to sell my hours. I never now, I never sell my hours. I always sell project-based pricing. And what I had done was I had sold to one particular client 10 hours a week of work. I had committed, I will you know dedicate 10 hours of work to you and it was sort of a retainer type of thing that sounds good but in reality it's not because if you are able to get whatever it is you're working on for them done in 6 hours you feel this obligation to fill 10 because that's what you've given to them even though you don't really need 10 hours see in my world time like that just doesn't matter it what matters is the deliverable and the value that I'm giving so i needed to change that that was the first problem The second problem was that I was completely flying blind on my actual availability and what I was committing to and when I could start projects. So I thought back to my last gig as a producer of a very busy design development agency. Um, I managed a team of developers, designers, writers. I managed all of our projects. I interfaced with all of our clients. Sometimes we had outside development teams that I was also managing. At my highest count, I had 15 projects spinning, everything from small branding projects to full-on app development. Um, so how did I do this? Well, that's a topic for another day, but one of my main tools is something that I came up with there and it's really just a simple spreadsheet and I call it my capacity planning tool. And this gave me a really quick high level view of all the projects our studio had rolling, who was on what and when they were projected to end and who on the team was on the verge of being overworked and so by using this spreadsheet i could quickly tell our owner when he was trying to sell something when people could take on new projects or when our studio could kick something off or when a big lull was coming all the things you need to know when it comes to you know running something like this so this particular spreadsheet was so important to preventing burnout and keeping our clients happy and that is what i needed in my life i needed that tool to show my projects to myself I needed to mix in my family obligations. So for example, you know, maybe I wanted to take my daughter to, um, you know, a play date when we could do play dates. Um, and so I needed to add that to my mix. I needed to see that I didn't, I had a certain amount of hours to work each week. I had a certain amount of childcare and I needed to be able to make sure that the projects that I took on were actually realistic given the time that I had. So This realization led me down this whole path of that eventually ends with Kenza. See, this is the point in the story where you're probably like, okay, Tiffany, bring it back around to Kenza. All right, let's do that. So um, what I realized is that I could apply my skills from running a super busy agency to my own freelancing business, everything from project management, management to time management to client management. And from there, I started talking to some of my friends who were in similar situations, um, other freelancing parents. And I started helping them get through some some tough conversations with clients, um, coaching them on how to write better proposals. That was a huge part of my role at the the agency. Um, How to get paid for doing sort of what I call like discovery phases with their clients, um, which is essentially getting paid to write a proposal. Uh, switching over from doing uh, hourly based pricing to value based pricing. And I shared started sharing my capacity planning tool. And that was really helping people. And I realized, Oh, my gosh, maybe other people could use this. And so then I thought, Okay, well, maybe I'll make a course for this an online course. Uh, Let's just go yada, yada, yada. Kenza collective was born started off, I just wanted to do a course. And now I have a whole company going and you know what, that's great. I am setting us up to build this amazing community of like-minded parents who are united in our vision that career and parenthood can exist in harmony. So everything in my background from managing film crews to building community at multiple co-working spaces to running this design agency, all of that and everything I've learned along the way, I truly believe has led me to this moment. This unique mixture of passion and skills and knowledge have brought me to a place where I can now take all of that and help you. I want to help you run your freelancing business like an agency. I want to help you not be intimidated by the financial side of running your business. I want you to have the freedom to create whatever lifestyle you want for yourself and your family. That is why I'm here. And that's what I hope to do for you together with Beth, who you'll hear from on our next episode and the rest of the collective that we're going to build together. And lastly, I just want to say a quick, um, just a brief shout out to all of you parents out there who are really struggling right now. So as of this recording, we are in July of 2020. We're in the midst of this global pandemic with no end in sight. We all know it's going to end, but we don't know when, and that is really hard. I have tried to be, I've tried to start journaling, journaling lately. I, it's something I pick up here and there. It's been a couple of years actually, since I have. And last night I wrote, um, I wrote this. I said, sometimes it feels strange to wonder what life will be like after this. What does after this even look like? And when will that be? And I just stopped there. I had nothing else to say after that. Um, I was having a really nostalgic day when I wrote this, just missing life. And um, so I just want to say that I know things are tough. I know that the entire ground is shifting beneath our feet. And I just really want to encourage you that if you have been laid off, let go, you're tired of trying to make this full-time job work, working from home while also providing full-time childcare and juggling it all with your partner, now might be a great time to build your own business. And when I say build your own business, it doesn't have to be more than just you. Um, You have a skill. You have a set of skills that can be sold. And as companies are now realizing that remote work can actually be a thing. They're also going to realize that freelancers, independent contractors and consultants can actually work really, really well for them, even if they can't actually meet you in person. Um, The fact is that companies are going to need experts and professionals and people who can get in and get things done. And if there is one group of people on this planet that can get things done, it's parents. So don't be afraid. You can do this. Let us help. Let's help each other. So that is my story. I hope that you enjoyed hearing a little bit more about my background. On the next podcast, we're going to be interviewing Beth Gummery, who is our CFO, and she'll be doing all of the content uh, curation and creation for um, the Kenza Business Channel. And when I say, uh, when I add the word curation in to her title and mine, the reason I put that there is because in the future, we're hoping to be able to open the platform up for others to contribute content and paid products. So if there is a course that you've been wanting to create that you think would be helpful for freelancing parents or a webinar you want to teach or some sort of knowledge that you want to share with other like-minded parents that is definitely something that is coming down the line. You know, that is why this is called a collective because my story is just one story and what I can offer is just one set of skills, but there is so much more out there. And I want you to be able to hear from all kinds of different voices, all kinds of different experts and really piece it together for yourself. So um, stay in touch. Please go to KenzaCollective.com sign up for our newsletter, uh, follow us on Instagram at Kenza Collective. Your feedback on the problems that you'd like to have solved or the fears that you have or the things you'd like to optimize in your business is incredibly important to us. Send me an email if you'd like, Tiffany, T-I-F-F-A-N-Y at KenzaCollective.com. And I truly cannot wait to meet you. Together, let's reinvent what it means to be a working parent.